Welcome to There Are Good Things Here, the podcast where we reflect on the lessons Katie Hubbard learned about living as she was preparing to die. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I never once opened Katie's journals while she was alive. Now I'm opening them up to you so you can discover resources for your faith, refreshing honesty, and unexpected joy for the journey through a painful world with a wonderful God. This week's podcast for There Are Good Things Here is special for three reasons. First, I'm coming to you from Forest Springs Camp and Conference Center in Wisconsin, and I say that because you might hear a little background noise, and if you do, just know that I'm not in my normal studio setup. The second reason is I'm going to be reading to you from Katie's shortest journal entry to date, but it is incredibly uh like instructive about what Katie valued. And then thirdly, I'm going to end the podcast by handing it over to my oldest son, Tom, who will read you from two of Katie's final journal entries in July of 2015 and give you his commentary along the way. Katie's journal entry from July 26th, 2015, a Sunday, Dear Lord, Home Together. As you know, if you've been following along, Katie and I had been together in Mexico while she was seeking alternative treatment, and she was so grateful to be home again and finally together with our kids, two things that she valued very highly. And with that, uh, I want to turn this over to Tom Hubbard, who is going to be reading and reflecting on Katie's journal entries from late July of 2015. Tuesday, July 28th, 2015. Dear Lord, a new journal. Who knew last September I would get to start a new journal? Psalm 92. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praise to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. Gratitude. Tom is on his way to college with a scholarship and is excited to be going. Two years ago, we had no clue what he would be doing. Josh and Julie have lived with us for a year. What an incredible blessing. I had the opportunity to go to Mexico for alternative treatment. The folks fixed up our motorhome. Your sustaining grace for each day. I'm off my pain meds. I can see again. No aches and chills during the night. My children are amazing. Norman and I have a fantastic marriage. You have provided richly for us. Thankful for the time cancer has given me to pray. As I get to share this wonderful, lovely journal entry that mom wrote on July 28th of 2015, uh, I just have a couple reflections that I want to share with you guys today. Some things that the Lord really impressed upon me and, and struck me with as I really dove into this entry and, and into Psalm 92, um, which part of that psalm is, is what mom quotes uh, earlier on in, in this entry. And so there's there's some backstory to this, uh, to this particular journal entry. And, and is something that, uh, yeah, just, just really struck me as, as kind of the Lord working things out in, in the little ways that, that he does sometimes. Um, this 
journal entry uh, was actually written uh, almost exactly six months uh, to the day that mom passed away, July 28th, 2015, um, pretty much right in that six month range from uh, the day that, that she went to be with the Lord. And uh, it's fascinating to me because this entry is one that is filled with hope and excitement and anticipation, uh, something that I will touch on here in just a little bit. Uh, but the other thing that is, is very interesting to me about this particular entry is that uh, dad actually asked me to do an episode for this podcast uh, on December 25th of 2020. It was when he first asked me to consider uh, doing an episode for for this podcast. And yeah, Christmas Day of, of 2020. And uh, there's, of course, some significance to the day, December 25th. Uh, but as I was reflecting on, on potentially recording an episode for this podcast and, and reading through one of mom's journal entries, it, it hit me that uh, I had never actually read any of mom's journal entries before. We were coming up on uh, almost the five-year anniversary of her passing, and I had not once ever opened up any of her journals, had not looked at any entry, uh, or read anything that she had to say, from her prayers to her commentary on some of the cancer meds that she was on, to her just honest and real and raw thoughts about life, about her family, about the Lord. And uh, I've always known, uh, and it will be the first to admit, that I did not handle uh, mom's passing very well when it came to uh, processing through the emotion and the grief and the pain and the hurt that that event brought. Uh, I am not someone who particularly likes strong emotions. I am not someone who likes to process through my own emotions. I certainly don't like to cry. I'm very good at suppressing tears. Uh, and confronting that pain and that hurt was not something that I really wanted to do uh, after mom passed away. And as the years went by, uh, it's just kind of something that was in the back of my mind, but not something that I ever really wanted to take too much action on for fear of kind of ripping the bandaid off and having to stare that grief and that pain and that hurt right in the face. And so I faced this request from dad with a little bit of trepidation as I began to think about potentially reading through mom's journals. Uh, would that, you know, would opening her journals just immediately cause me to burst into tears? Would it really caused me to confront that pain and that grief and that hurt that I had not really confronted uh, to that point? Uh, or would it be actually really encouraging and joyful? Uh, would I be able to hear mom's voice through the pages in her journal uh, and have these thoughts of hers and these reflections and these prayers to encourage and motivate me uh, as I pursue the Lord on a day-to-day -day basis? So reluctantly, uh, but knowing that it was time, I did uh, accept <laughs> dad's request to do an episode uh, for this podcast. And, and as I did, and as I began to uh, think through you know, her mom's journal entries and read through them, I realized that it was definitely something that the Lord's hand was on because the journal entry that I just read you was actually the very first journal entry that I read uh, when I got a few of mom's journals. Uh, far from being a journal entry uh, filled with sadness uh, or despair or anything of the sort, this is actually an entry that you can almost feel the hope and the excitement and the anticipation that I mentioned earlier. You can almost feel that coming off the page. You can hear it in mom's voice as she thinks through the words to say as the gratitude. The list just keeps going. It goes on to a second page even, this this list of gratitude that I read. And so I couldn't do anything but smile at that one because I knew that the Lord was watching out for me as someone who is a little hesitant to get into situations that cause me to have to confront head-on um, pain and hurt and sorrow and loss. And he allowed me to kind 
kind of ease into things a little bit. Uh, and so I hope that that is a, an encouragement to you guys. I, I know that not all of mom's journal entries are uh, filled with this much hope and anticipation and excitement, uh, but certainly this one is. It reminds us of the good times that we had, of the days where things were going well, uh, even in the midst of her cancer and of some just really awful seasons of life. She still found time uh, to be excited about the things the Lord was doing. She found time to make a list of gratitude, to write out the things that she saw uh, on a day-to-day basis the Lord doing, uh, the things that she saw the Lord's hand were on in her life and her kids' lives and the lives of some of our closest friends. And so that was something that, uh, yeah, as I read through this, this particular journal entry, I couldn't help but share this with you guys uh, because there's so much hope and anticipation and excitement for what the Lord is going to be doing. Uh, and the second thing that really jumped out at me from this entry uh, is the gratitude list that she that she wrote down, uh, that mom wrote down. One, uh, the, the biggest thing that stood out to me from this list of gratitude that mom wrote out is actually how many of these uh, entries are still very pertinent today. Uh, or how I can look back over the last five and a half years since this entry was written and see how some of these uh, things that mom was thankful for back in the summer of 2015, uh, I am still so incredibly thankful for today, uh, even five, six years on from this particular entry. The first thing she writes, Tom is on his way to college with a scholarship and excited to be going. Two years ago, we had no clue what he would be doing. Uh, the words no clue are in all caps in this entry, and that makes me chuckle because apparently uh, going into my junior year of high school, I guess I had no clue what I wanted to do or where I wanted to go for college, and so it sounds like that was a big relief for mom at least, that I knew where I was going for college and was excited to be going. Uh, and I have to continue to smile about this entry because uh, going to the University of Missouri uh, in the fall of 2015, had a huge impact on my spiritual life, my personal life, even my career uh, choices once I graduated. And I know that the Lord's hand was upon me as I went off uh, and left home, got away from home a little bit to go to the University of Missouri. He very clearly provided the opportunity for me to go. He opened the doors that were necessary for me to be able to go to the University of Missouri. And so I can't help but smile and still be so incredibly thankful for how the Lord worked that out uh, in my life. And I know that mom would certainly be smiling if she were here knowing how the Lord worked that out in my life as well. Second thing she writes, Josh and Julie have lived with us for a year. What an incredible blessing. Uh, Josh and Julie are some of our closest family friends. Uh, they actually just this year had their first child who I and uh, my, my siblings are honorary aunts and uncles to uh, and are still both of them, all three of them now, that family is still such an incredible blessing to us. Again, even five, six years on from this journal entry, the Lord has used uh, Josh in particular in my life. He was a mentor to me for a year while I was at college. Uh, Julie has been so impactful in the lives of Kayla and Rachel, my sisters, uh, and everybody, of course, loves Joe uh, and has been there for him throughout the difficulties, the ups and downs of the time since mom has passed. And so I still thank the Lord for what an incredible blessing Josh and Julie are to our family. Mom writes, you're sustaining grace for each day. Man, am I uh, still so incredibly thankful for for that. Um, the Lord's sustaining grace did not disappear, did not go away. It was not diminished. It did not hide from me after mom passed. In fact, it's gotten stronger. It feels like each day since mom's passing, uh, the Lord's sustaining grace is certainly as present, as pertinent, as important, uh, and as strong as it was when mom wrote this particular journal entry. 
She writes, I'm off my pain meds. I can see again. No aches and chills during the night. Uh, and while this isn't exactly the fulfillment of this gratitude that we were hoping for, uh, certainly mom is not on any pain meds right now. She can, of course, see. In fact, she can see our Savior. She can see Jesus face to face without... Um, she can see our Savior. She can see Jesus face to face. Uh, and that's a better spot than any of us are in right now, surely. No aches and chills during the night. Of course, she does not have to worry about any of these things anymore. And so we are so incredibly grateful and thankful that that uh, gratitude is being fulfilled even now, even today. She writes that my children are amazing. Uh, I certainly hope that one's still true. Personally, I do believe that that one is still true. So we're going to keep that one in there as uh, things to continuously be thankful for. Uh, and mom also writes, you have richly provided for us, or you have provided richly for us. Uh, and certainly that is something that has rung true uh, throughout the time since mom has passed as well for our family. The Lord has richly provided for us. He has blessed us in ways beyond measure, um, beyond counting, in ways that I honestly don't even know. I, I couldn't even list out all of the ways in which the Lord has richly blessed us. Uh, since the time of this journal entry. And so these are just a few samplings of uh, the, the items of gratitude that mom wrote, uh, this list of things that she was grateful for that the Lord just really impressed upon me to, to look at and see how these items, these things that mom was grateful for on July 28th of 2015, I'm still so, so incredibly grateful for even here today. And lastly, uh, as we wrap up this entry uh, of hope and anticipation and excitement, I want to encourage you all actually to spend some time in Psalm 92 today uh, as we just go through this list of things that mom was thankful for is this list of things that she was grateful for. The opening of Psalm 92 is so apt. It is so fitting for this particular entry. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praise to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. Some of you who are listening to this right now, I hope that you relate with the hope and the excitement and the anticipation that is inherent in this entry. Some of you may find yourselves in the exact opposite spot from that right now. And if that's the case, then I hope that this episode of this podcast, I hope that this journal entry from mom was uh, uplifting for you. I hope it was encouraging for you. And so I want to encourage you all today to spend some time in Psalm 92. And as you do, I encourage you all to make your own list of gratitude. As you read through Psalm 92, as you reflect on the things that the Lord has done for you, the ways in which he has had his hand on your life, uh, the things that he's brought you out of, the things that he's delivered you from, the things that he has provided richly for you, write your own list of gratitude today, even if it's just one or two items, uh, or if it's so long that you go on to a second page. Uh, I want you guys to write down some things that you are so thankful for today. Uh, that you have seen the Lord provide for you, or you see him currently providing for you. Uh, and write today's date down on top of that page, wherever you write this list of gratitude, make a note of today's date uh, and go back and look at that list six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, and see how many of those things the Lord continues to have his hand on over the years uh, or the ways in which they play out and are an immense blessing to you, your family, your friends, your loved ones uh, over the coming years, uh, because the Lord is faithful the Lord blesses us and provides for us richly uh, in all circumstances and all situations. So may that be something that we walk away with uh, remembering today, uh, despite whatever it is that we're going through, despite whatever 
situation we are facing or circumstance that we are in, uh, that no matter what, that we remember that it is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praise to your name, O Most High. Thanks for listening.